When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, it's Tuesday. Don't call it the most productive day of the week. Julia doesn't like that. And Julia's back. So especially don't say it. Right. So Hi, I'm, guys. Welcome oh, back. We missed you. You were gone for two shows, right? Say what you want. I was. So nice to have a four-day weekend, isn't I'm it? I'm telling you, I had such a great time. Oh, good. It was so wonderful. You know, I had um, some friends up to the cabin and... Um, did some pickle boarding, some water. What is what that is paddle? Pickle boarding. Well, I'm, pickle I'm combining pickleballing and wake and and paddle paddle boarding. You can do that. You can. I would think the balls get lost in the lake. <laughs> you know really how easily. competitive we are. We tried it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. But um, it was beautiful. I know it was beautiful down here this it weekend. Was. It was absolutely beautiful. The pontoon boat worked. You know, I was glad about that. I did a little... Fire it up. You would have been so proud of me. I was kind Driving of... Driving the living room around I'm, the lake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was just... I just had the best time. And then I just... Um, yesterday, my mom and I, I planned and we planned on spending time together. So I was going to take her to the Como Zoo Pavilion. Oh, beautiful. And, you know, I know that they're having the Minneapolis Film Festival movies there. Um, I think oh, there's another the week... thing, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's another weekend of it at that pavilion. So... We get there, and my mom, who looks so cute and, you know, hates the sun more than life itself, as you know. Mm -hmm. And just my mother, you know, has been covered up her entire life. And um, she's in her cute little hat with the white rim and her cute little outfit. It was very, um, it looked like what Norman Lear wears. Totally, (laughs) totally, Lori. She totally looked like that, but she's got her like Ray-Ban style glasses on and her new bright shirt she was excited about. And so we get, we're What kind of big, um, what kind of big walking shoe did she have on? Well, my mother has a large foot. Large and she buys so many shoes. She does. But my mom weighs like two pounds and has a size nine foot. She's five, three. She has gotten smaller since she is. I've known yes. her. Yeah. And, but she's still but she, taller than me. Yes, yeah, she is. She still punches a mean bag. So we get out of the car. We park. We're all excited. We're going to go walk around Lake Como. But really, we knew we would make it like two blocks. Yeah. And um, we're getting out of the car. And Mom goes, shoot. But she said something else. Yeah. And I'm like, what? She goes, I forgot. You know, and she hands gestured the thing. And I'm like. Don't you worry about your cane, Mom. I had brought my golf clubs to the cabin because I thought, oh, I'll go hit golf balls. I'll combine every sport possible in the weekend. And I turned my putter upside down, Rocco. And my mom is walking with the old Augustana (laughs) upside down with the gold hoof. And it was was so perfect. What club? 
It was a putter. Oh, it was a putter. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Because it was a better handle. It has a great handle. And so we walked and we saw this block we had never seen before. And just Oud and I, and she's posted, we posted her on our Lori and Julie Instagram page if you want to just see how cute she is. She's just cute. She is. Yeah. I had a little flat tire yesterday, too. Ended up buying four new tires. Oh. You had the worst car luck. I really, <laughs> I kind of, well, you get a new car every three years because you lease. Yes. So, and you don't drive anywhere. So you don't even have miles on to even think of getting a tire. I mean, how many miles do you put on a car a year? The, yeah, like, the last time I bought tires was the last time I owned a car. Right. So it's something car owners have, have to do. Right. Us non-leasers right. are forced to do this. Very important to rotate those tires every oh. other oil change. Oh, my gosh. Do you well, do that? I, I think so, Lori. Yeah. I try to do everything I'm supposed to do. But literally, I'm driving on 94 yesterday close to my house, close to my exit. Now, listen... I wasn't on 84. It was on a street by my house, and I drove over something, and I go, that looked like an upside-down mousetrap. And I don't know what it was, but it has some rails. So we get out of Como. We're all done eating at the pavilion and um, just giggling. My mom was on a roll yesterday, so we're going to go see the new Sparky exhibit at the Como Zoo. Was that already ready to go? Well, we're on our way, but we get in the car and it says, danger, danger, you only have 18 PSI in this tire and you have 38 in all your other ones. And I'm like, mom. So then we have to go, you know, find a place and then um, you got help. Did you make her walk home? No, but it was funny. So I fill up my tire and um, get it as full as I can. And then I'm just watching it slowly leak. And I'm like, can I make it to a break? Can I make it to a break? I said, mom. I'm not going to take you all the way home. I'm going to make a left-hand turn where you live and drop you on the corner. <laughs> so I'm in a left-hand busiest turn, left-hand turn in St. Paul. It's one of the busier ones. Mm-hmm. And I'm dropping my mom off so I can get on the freeway right away to get home. And all this, and you hear all this. Everyone talking. I'm like, I've got an old lady in here. Be quiet. <laughs> and she's getting out with her putter. <laughs> and her Norman Lear hat. Like, you can make a vibe. She goes, yes, I can. You go, honey. You make it and call me. And it was just, I don't know. We just laughed all day. So we never saw if the new Sparky exhibit is open. Who knows? I don't know Who if it is say? either. I'm looking at a Pioneer Press article that said spring 2020, but you know I talked about it, remember? Went. I know. So maybe it st- is still coming. Let's find out. Who well, can say? Who, who, who can, can say? Sparky. <laughs> right. who How can, you doing? Who so you can tell, say. and then I got beat really bad with my partner in tennis last night, which was a bad ending, but we took it. Anyway, it was just, it was really refreshing to just be gone and have just giggles and giggles and giggles all weekend. It was yeah. really nice. Um, I just feel lucky. Rocco. Hey, hey, guess what? what? It's, it's opening in June, according oh, okay. to Carol that's, Evans' website. Yes, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what I thought. Okay, go ahead. What were you saying? Oh, well, I was just going to say, so Julie and I had to compare... Um, our phones today because she has a negative iPhone and I have an op- optimistic Android. And we thought, let's look at the Las Vegas weather. Okay. And uh, sure enough, uh, the positive phone of the Android. That's right. Yep. Uh, I get, I'm, I'm happy with it. Although I'm not happy. It went from 97 down to 70. Yeah. Down to 70. But this is what my phone says. So Thursday, 88 and cloudy. With a low of 59, which is chilly at night. Yes, it is. And then Friday, 73 and cloudy with a low of 55. Then Saturday, 77, 84, Sunday. But it's basically going to be warmer here. 
I know oh, it is. No, and in Las Vegas. This is a, this is a typical trip for me because Lori and I are going this weekend. So my iPhone, the negative weather iPhone, because uh, yeah. Lori is the positive Android. Mm-hmm. Mine is the negative weather. So there's bright, sunny, big, huge sunshine. Yeah. Tuesday this week, Wednesday this week, and on Thursday I see a sign I've never seen before, which is a flagpole with a cat in the hat, red and white striped hat on it. And I had to look it up, and it says, windy, 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 20 to 30 mile an hour winds for three days while we're there. Mm-hmm. And cold. And then it gets sunny, 82, sunny, 90, <laughs> sunny, 93, all when we're gone. So I'm like, okay. It's yeah. so funny that we're both going to kind of be there, because I'm flying out to right. Vegas tomorrow, but then we're going to go to, like, the Utah National Parks. Get this. So Sunday, we I thought it'd be fun for us to go glamping in a teepee. <laughs> yeah. That sounds, okay. in theory, it does. really fun. Um, it You're going to do a yurt? And it no, it's really like a teepee, okay. but I think it's got like beds in it and a yeah. heater. It's gonna be thirty six <gasps> degrees on Sunday. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so you're really bring going, your long johns. Yes, but tomorrow when we're in Vegas, it's gonna be ninety seven. Yes. See, and then we get there and it's fifty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm exaggerating, of course, a little no, bit. I'm looking at it. Fifty four lo- on where I'm looking at Vegas on Friday, windy and fifty four at night. Yeah. Okay. Good luck. Down jackets are well, not going away yet. I mean, here's the, the thing, Julia. We're mostly, we're, not gonna be in, we're mostly inside. We're not going outside. And we're taking um, limousines anywhere right. else we go. So wow. we're not gonna walking be, anywhere. We're going to be just fine. We have our cute matching Evereve jackets for evening. Fun. Lori and I bought matching clothes. I can't and wait I bought... to compare notes. I won't be wearing anything from Evereve. But... No. But Barack, oh, seriously, bring a fleece and your long underwear. Oh, my God. 36 degrees. Isn't that a little off. pair of gloves? I know. Uh, luckily, we're bringing large checked bags on Sun Country. Yeah, we're that's gonna, good. We're going to need to bring winter things. We'll bring hand warmers because those always help. I know. I know. It's cold. It's cold. All right. All so right. you guys made it without me. Apparently, yes, the, the station is... How's our Brit? Brittany filled in. She's absolutely delightful as always. And uh, How we, did Sex Monday go without me? It was uh, <laughs> no, I, Julie, on track. I, I forgot. I told this story yesterday because it was my mom's birthday and I spent time with her this weekend. <laughs> so I took her out driving for a little smoke break or whatever. And um, what's on the radio is our Sex Monday about the oh. sex swing. Oh, no. <laughs> and so she's like, oh, there you're on the radio. Let's listen. And I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, no. <laughs> so we listened to Sex Swing. Was it funny the it second time so around? Funny. You, you're talking. Yeah, there's. I made a promo out of it where Brittany cannot stop laughing oh. at all at you. It's so oh. funny. But... Lori's Sex Monday was good, too. But she keeps you on track. Well, she's not complete nonsense. Uh, but I was trying to scare people into getting their vaccine. Because for erections. For erections. You're yes. exactly right. We, we know were worried this. about penis tissue and blood flow and everything. So it was a little bit more. Right. And then you helpful. wonder why Scientific. I wear a mask. I don't want to get COVID in my penis. You're not going to. You're vaccinated. I know. I'm just, you know. You're vaccinated. I don't want to get COVID <laughs> yeah. in my penis. Yeah. But it's, it's targeting that it's area. The unvaccinated wieners that I'm directing <laughs> that dialogue at. All right. Listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. So uh, I can't believe Billy Crystal. You know, he's got a movie out with Tiffany yes. and that he wrote and she's in it. And he's I, supposed to be charming. He's supposed to be charming. I haven't, haven't seen it, but I kind of wrote it down on my list because I, I just love him. I he's, get the biggest kick out of him. 
And um, his hair transplant has really taken hold. It really has. It really. Remember when we <laughs> saw him in his one man show at the Orpheum? Oh, so funny. He's oh, so funny. He's so clever. He and, was so and, big when I was, you know, in high school. You know, in the, yeah. late, mid the late 80s. Just, wow. He's so great. And he'd never been uh, on with Andy Cohen in the oh. clubhouse. So Andy had I him on that. as a solo guest. Good for him. And of course, him. Uh, and, you know, uh, Billy wants people to go see his movie with Tiffany Haddish, and he was very funny. They talked a little bit about, um, you know, the Oscars, and he didn't, like, Andy tried to get him in his um, plead the fifth, who was the worst ever at hosting the Oscars, and he gave him a list, Anne Hathaway and James Franco, someone else, someone else, and he did plead the fifth on that. (laughs) But he did say, he said, the Oscars... Any kind of a show really needs a host because otherwise, how do you take advantage of some of the moments? Like he remembered one of his favorite because I think he hosted the Academy Awards like nine times. But he said the year Jack Palance won and started doing the push-ups. Remember that? And it became a running thing because Jack Palance won for Best Supporting. So it was an early... Thing so and wasn't that for a Billy Crystal movie, the City Slickers? City yes, Slickers, yes. yes. So it was that when he also said the most moved he ever was when Robin Williams won oh. for Goodwill Hunting because really that was his first serious role and people weren't really thinking that, that he, he was would, anything but Nanu Nanu yeah, at exactly. the time. So that, but um, here he is weighing in on fellow comedy legend Joan Rivers. You were famously directed by Joan Rivers in the movie yeah. Rabbit Test. You played a I knew this was coming. I man who was... gets pregnant. How did you know this was coming? I just I just had a feeling it was coming. Because I brought up Nancy Walker earlier, so I yeah, wasn't going to bring up Joan. But what was that like? Because that was, I mean, I really got to give it up to Joan. She directed that movie when no other women were directing movies, really. Um, what do you remember from that? And what kind of director was she? He was hilarious. I mean, she was um, who you knew um, even then. You know, yeah. That's one thing about Joan uh, that I always loved about her, uh, her discipline, her unwavering um, character. That's who she was. And she was funny like crazy and worked hard at being funny. She did. Remember when we saw all of her um, library um, little cards of all the jokes. Oh, in her documentary? Yes, in her documentary. I mean, she worked hard. Yeah, let's play the next one, Rock. Or this is still Joan Rivers. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. She loved to, She loved what I'm going to call the fancy life. She, <laughs> she, you know, when I first met her, um, I was actually at a Dodger game with Rob Reiner. And uh, I get a call over the PA. Uh, this is, uh, what, no, it's 76, 77. Um, Billy Crystal, the white courtesy phone, Billy Crystal to the white courtesy at a ballpark, you know, and my wife Janice was pregnant at the time. And I'm going, oh, no, it's not time. It's not time. So I'm going, hello, this is Billy Crystal. Billy, it's Joan. Can you get over to my house? Can you get here? Can you please get here? I did movie. I want you to do the movie. I want you to do my movie. I made a mistake in casting. I'm going to replace him. And I need you. So I, yeah. 
So I left the ballpark. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find Find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And got to her house in Bel Air and, and met with her and I started the next day. That's amazing. And she, she, just, she worked so hard at everything she did. She... <laughs> She really did. And he was just very sweet. I mean, he's got a million stories. He also, I like that Andy Cohen um, said to him, he said, listen, when you were on soap, you played this gay character Mm -hmm. on this soap. And that came out like in 1978 or something like that. And he said, that was just such a groundbreaking thing. And you were so good in it. And Billy Crystal said, yeah. And the woman who created that show wrote the first like 80 episodes by herself wow. and Catherine Hellman was so funny and that was just such a incredible show you know uh for how racy it was right. and how in the time ahead, yeah. ahead of its time it it was and Rocco you've probably never even heard no, of it No I actually have, have season it? 1 on DVD but you're right I don't ever remember a gay character on TV you know at that time I No mean, he oh, was right. the first right. he, I believe he was the first you know op- written in and he was very good and of course now maybe people would yell and say you got to get a gay guy for that or whatever right, right. who knows but he was perfection in that he's just perfect uh, here she here he is um and maybe you've known this story before but of course you have to talk to billy crystal about uh when harry met sally oh my gosh um here's a recollection from billy gregory b texted us and wants to know your favorite memory from watching when harry met sally with princess diana um sitting next to her uh in uh in leicester square in the theater we had a command uh performance um and when the orgasm scene came on yes um we were in the front row in the balcony and everybody i could see in the orchestra below us turned their backs to the screen to see how she was going to react so there was hundreds of people just staring at us in the royal box and she's in this beautiful red gown and i'm in a tuxedo and meg is on her other side and she started laughing so hard, and she sounded like this. <laughs> she had one of those kind of laughs that that if it was a date, I don't think I'd see her again. <laughs> I couldn't look. But she was so wonderful and loved the movie, and and it was a, really a thrill to, to to meet her. Yeah, that's amazing. Anyway, the whole episode was really good. He just had story after story. And then Roger Friedman writes about Billy's um, movie. It's called Here Today. Mm -hmm. And he said, um, 
He said Billy is lovely in it, and Tiffany is astonishingly real and poignant. And he said yes. Billy Crystal and Alan Zwiebel, who's the other writer, he's an SNL guy, they wrote it. He said they're heroes to Roger's generation. He said Armel Brooks and Carl yes. Reiner. And I'm happy to be with them whenever I can. And here today is a left field gift. He said, yes, it's a movie with a lot of schmaltz, but it is so lovely. And she's like this singer who's very Macy Gray like and excellent, and she sings Bob Dylan. You're gonna make me lonesome when you go over the credits at the end. Tiffany Haddish does, yes, wow, wow. Yeah. That's and one they, of my they songs. like bonded big time because I saw the two of them in an interview, and, and it really yes. sounds like a cute movie. And Laura, Laura Bonatti and Penn Badgley play Billy Crystal's kids, and so the movie's called Here Today. So if you're looking for a sweet movie, there it is. All right, we'll be back. We've got a book, we're really excited. Hey everybody, welcome back. Thanks for hanging out. It's your lucky day. It's the Lori and Julia Book Club. We also are delighted because we love when we get to celebrate a book birthday. And New York Times bestselling author Christina Lauren, actually we have one half, Christina Hobbs, writes with her uh, good friend Lauren Billings. So Christina is with us. The book is the soulmate equation. Equation. Your 27th book. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for inviting me. Okay, this book is so much fun. So sweet. The Soulmate Equation. It's good. Tell everybody about it. Um, So I would say the elevator pitch is, what if somebody told you that there was a company that could find your soulmate through your DNA, um, but it turns out that the person that you are matched with, like the highest match the company has ever had, you don't really like. Oh, it makes for just a juicy, wonderful, wonderful, good, <laughs> wonderful novel. And, you know, so, Christina, this is Julia. Um, you know, I have been single on and off for a few years here. Seven. Um, <laughs> but I have, I have used a lot of the dating websites, you know, the dating matching sites and things like that. And I, I was so intrigued with this DNA match notion and then the science behind it and everything. How did you guys come up with this idea? Well, you know, like it's really big right now. People are doing like 23andMe and all right? these things. And, you know, you, you get these like random alerts like, you know, you are more likely to have dandruff or you are more likely to think cilantro tastes like soap or, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And at the time um, we had this this kind of vague idea um and it was during um Flo was watching the documentary on Theranos. Oh right. Was, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the 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 person that was supposed to be, you know, like the next Bill Gates and um had, you know, this machine that was one prick of blood could like find out everything you needed and then it ended up that that technology wasn't true. So, you know, we were like, what if there was this big biotech company and they had this technology and they could find your soulmate um, and how that would change people's lives, not just in finding your like romantic partner, mm-hmm. but think about like the caretaker for your parents, your doctor, the person who takes care of your kids. I mean, it would change. It would completely change the world. It's an amazing concept. And I'm and it. The book is so much fun because you guys write. You're so good at these books. Um, emotional, sweet, surprising. 
interesting, funny though. Funny, you, yeah. You're so there were some lines in there, and I forgot <laughs> my bent, you know, ear book at home, and I've just got the ones we're giving away. But you even it's so topical. You have Zoom in there. You have some of the other most recent things that have happened. It you you have some good one line zingers that I found myself just laughing out loud. I couldn't put it down. I I had a girls' weekend at my cabin, and I was like to the people, I gotta read. They're like, we're here, and I'm like, well. I've got a job to do. <laughs> Such a great book. We really, we really try to make each other laugh. And if that comes across on the pages, then we are just thrilled. I mean, it's amazing. So you guys have been writing together. You're best friends. Um, how did mm-hmm. we meet you? Was it Twice in a Blue Moon? We or love the, that. The Honey Don't so. list? Okay, the yes. Twice in a Blue Moon. The Unhoneymooners. Yeah. I mean, I almost yes. feel like at this point, Christina, that you and Lauren, like there could be a movie about you two right. and your writing <laughs> and all of your books. Like it could be some kind of a, you know, fictionalized thing or whatever. But your story in and of itself of how you guys write and the books you come up with, it's just so fun, too. Oh, thank you. It's funny because we were talking about just it was so it was serendipity sort of that we met. And, you know, just decided to write together. And, you know, we soulmates can be non-romantic. They can be anything. We are each other's best friends. We help take care of each other's kids. We feel like family. So that would be hilarious. It really would. Because now I, so I was trying to Google because it feels like so many authors were having write down because people in um, Hollywood have decided, yeah, you know what? There's so many great books out there for women. Why don't we make these mm-hmm. into some shows, you know, Big Little Lies, um, some of the mm-hmm. other blah, 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 blah. And then Roomies was optioned for you guys by Jenna Dewan. Has that already happened? Am I way, are we way behind it? No, no, not yet. So Village Roadshow, which is a huge um, yes. company, just signed on. Um, and Lo and I wrote the script. And so we are about ready to start casting. Oh, my gosh. That's okay. exciting. Yeah. Yeah, so fingers crossed. <laughs> do, you, do you have, like, are you, can, I mean, like, because you guys got to write the script. Do you have, uh-huh. I hope you're going big or going home. <laughs> yeah, so they've told us to kind of go start thinking about casting choices. And so we're going to start making a list. Oh. And it's one of those things you almost, you're almost scared to think about you you know you want to protect your heart you get so right. so we're really excited to really start thinking about it and will jenna be in the movie yes so that's the plan that there's there's a there's a part in it it's it like happens on broadway mm-hmm. and they're one of the like not the two leads but the another big lead is a broadway dancer kind of the star of the show and perfect that would be jenna yeah, yes. that's perfect it, it for really her. Is. is that why she wanted to buy it? it yes. It was? She's, you know, for once, she's just a huge supporter of romance. Mm-hmm, like, yes. that's how she found us, was reading an article in Entertainment Weekly about romance novels. And um, she found us, and she's just been such a huge supporter and wants to see, she loves these books and wants to see these movies made. You know, and I'm, we want to see them get do. made. I mean, I ended up watching. I was just like putzing around, and uh, you know, um, Holiday was on. You know, with Kate Winslet oh, and D- ideas, and I'm like, why don't they give us more romance movies? I agree. <laughs> I'm looking at your books. I, I in a Holidays would be a great movie. 
Well, hopefully we'll have news about that soon. I see that. I see that being made. I mean, because that was so fun. You know, you guys are so clever. Do you, it was, I don't know who we were talking to. The book is The Soulmate Equation. It's, it's got a blurb, blurb from Shondaland. I know <laughs> it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which amazing. I thought was so much fun. But it's just such a great book. And, I, you know, and you guys are, I, I started with Wicked Loving Ways. By um, jo- uh-huh. Joanna Woodless or Kathleen Woodless, way, way, or The Wind wind in the Dove or something, way, way mm-hmm. back. And mm-hmm. I've been reading romance novels. I've, I've graduated some other ones, but I don't even call graduated. I've expanded my horizon. But in my heart and soul, these books are so delightful to read. They're interesting. They're funny. You don't have to be freaked out who's buried in the basement, which is half of our other books we have on <laughs> that Lori, Lori loves, you know, and it's just so much fun to read your books. So just thank you for doing what you're doing. We absolutely love them. Oh, thank you so much. When readers tell us that they were able to ignore their dishes, ignore their family, ignore their job, whatever it was, and just have a few hours of escape, then we feel like we have done our job. It's good. All right, Christina, we have to ask you. Mm-hmm. So if this is your 27th book birthday, mm-hmm. um, do you do mm-hmm. anything special or different for the 27th? Well, so our last two books, we have not been able to be together because ah, of the pandemic. Right. So now we're both vaccinated, and my family came with me to California. So we're going to do all of our virtual events together, and we are going to have a champagne toast with our publisher in just a little bit who we love and then we are going out to dinner and i'm so excited oh isn't that doesn't that feel so good to be just vaxxed and ready to go yes it's like just the silliest things that just feel so normal are just like you'll never take them for granted again right your team is really great by the way oh yeah we love working with them yes We yeah. really do. You've got great people. Uh, Christina, yeah. I will. did you have a hard time with packing? Or are you worried about what to wear? I went to a graduation party on Sunday, and I realized I have forgotten how to. I know, like in the <laughs> the radio station, we just wear jeans and hoodies and, you know, whatever. But, I mean, have it, I'm like, how, how do I dress for this again? <laughs> I mean, for book tour, I usually figure out what black shirt goes with what black pants. Okay. Um, that's usually what I do. But for this, I mean, we're kind of cheating a little because people can only see us from, like, the right. shoulders mm-hmm. up. So. <laughs> it's fun. But, Lori, I hear you. I mean, it's weird getting to, finding, like, earrings, too. I, and my feet have become beyond <laughs> yeah. lazy. I don't know how I'll ever yeah. be able to wear a heel again. Honestly, I'm going to have to do some high heel training. <laughs> You know, we're going to Vegas this weekend, so we'll get it in. All yeah, right. We're going to try. So, Christina, we have to ask you, what's the last yeah. great book you've read? Oh, my gosh. Um, let's see. The last book I finished. <laughs> finished. Really so All right. That, that's the question. Well, so we're really we're, we're kind of spoiled because we get to read a lot of books by authors that aren't out yet. Yes. Tell so us something. The book that I'm reading right now is um, Bombshell by Sarah McLean, who writes, if you watch Bridgerton, yes. he write, um, writes the most amazing historical romance with just strong, spicy, feminine characters. And they're just sexy and smart and so great. Oh, wonderful. We're taking it down as a recommendation. I've heard of it mm-hmm. in some of the advanced. Yeah, yeah. Plane is yep. amazing. Yep. Oh, fun. Didn't she write the um, 
Paris wife? No, I'm getting her mixed up with someone no. else. No, you're thinking, I'm thinking of something. Paul, Paul, McClain. Paul McClain. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Lots of McClain's. Well, we're going to look, take that under advisement <laughs> and we want everyone else to take under advisement, a great book to read the soulmate equation by Christina Lauren, the dynamic duo writing, writing team that just continues to just give us great stories. Yes. So thank you so much. And we'll look forward to some other fun news about holidays. Yeah. Um, Christina, holidays. What's, the, what's the best place that people can follow you? Do you like them to go to Facebook? I know you guys are on Twitter and Instagram, but like if they're interested in being part of your virtual book clubs. So um, on Facebook, we are Christina Lauren books. Okay. And then we have a Facebook Facebook group that is really fun. It's CeeLo and Friends, so C for Christina and L-O for Low. Um, so CeeLo and Friends. And then on Instagram, we're Christina Lauren. And on Twitter, we're Christina Lauren. Okay, good. Thanks. We like to know I this. know. Thanks, honey, so much for your time. We're going to, we've got two thank copies. You. Yes, yeah, thanks thank you. Yes, thanks for being, and keep. we can't wait to read your next one. Um, and we've got two copies to give away if people want to call us and who haven't won in a while, 651-641-1071. And again, Christina, give a shout out to Lauren too. Yes. Of and and I your will. team. Thank we you. really, you work with great people. We do. We are the luckiest authors in the world. Seriously. Well, we were lucky to have you on and read your book. So have a great day out there and have fun in California. Thank you. Bye. All right, bye. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back. Oh, oh, oh. We're going to pay tribute to a very beloved actor that has passed away. Another one. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us on this beautiful Tuesday. We want to give a shout out to Yvonne and Ginger. What two great names. Uh, That's those, what I thought too. I like names it. Names you don't hear every day. No, I know. And I'm like, how do you spell Yvonne? Um, but congratulations. You're the latest winners of the Lori and Julia Book Club giveaway. And we're going to switch gears to. One of our favorite people passed. He was older, but you know. Well, uh, we just you know we just take we take for granted some of our actors that we just have loved forever, and we just think of them as ageless. And about two o'clock, I'm you know surfing around, and all of a sudden Charles Grodin has uh, passed away at the age of eighty six, and he's a comedic genius. Uh, genius. He graced TV, movies, Broadway. He was also a cantankerous. Frequent guest of both Johnny Carson and David Letterman on there. He was always on. He gave amazing couch. And of course, people would know him from the. Well, if you haven't ever seen The Heartbreak Kid with Sybil Shepherd and Charles Grodin, that's an amazing movie. I don't know that I have. I don't. I don't. You, you should put I don't that either, Lori. I'm putting that on my list. Midnight Run. Love. That's good. That is good. Beethoven. I mean, the, the Beethoven dog movies. He was brilliant. Brilliant. In. And the look that he would give that dog. Um, of course, he also was in Heaven Come Wait with yes. Warren Beatty. He was in um, his last. Uh, High-profile acting role. He played the father of Michael J. Fox in the Michael J. Fox show. Um, Spin City, or no, the Michael J. Fox oh. show that was on, like in uh, twenty twelve or okay. thirteen, something like that. Um, but he had never met Michael J. Fox, and so this was. Uh, he just said it was really fun, and he also was in. Um, he became a Mike Nichols. Uh, he was in. Um, 
Catch-22. His big breakthrough was get, being in a show called Same Time Next Year opposite Ellen Bernstein. I have totally, totally was talking about that with my girlfriends this weekend when we were talking about Bill Gates' Same Time Next, next Year. Next year. This totally remember movie. this movie. And it's a couple that would meet once a year yep. for this affair. Yep. And um, anyway, he's just, we've got, Rocco found a little audio from us. I think this is from uh, one of his uh, familiar Ken Tanker's appearances on The Tonight Show. A lot of people, when you're on the show, they write me and they call and they say, what, why, does, what, why does Charles Grodin treat you so shabbily? Doesn't he like you? What, what is it? I mean, you, have any, you want to address that or speak to that question? I don't know what to do uh, when I'm out here because <laughs> most of the reasons people come on a talk show, I can't really do that. I can't come out and... and uh, why do people come on a talk show, in your opinion? You're Mr. Talk Show. To plug uh, this book, to plug this movie. Okay, and if I would do that... And if I would do what that, else are you here for? If I, that's what I'm asking. If that's I would fine. do that, your attitude would be disdain. <laughs> you know, when I tried to talk about my book in the hardcover, you said, uh, 1895, you know, that's a lot of money for a book. And I, thought I said, it it's my whole life. I thought it was. And you said, uh, you know, maybe if it's Mother Teresa's life. You, know. you remember those things, Yes, I do. You, I didn't know you were that sensitive. You actually remember that. I'm, I'm so sensitive, I really can't answer a question from someone who's not interested in the question. I'm very interested in the question. Uh, all right. It's okay. I'm used to it. And these guys are friends, I think. Oh, oh he was on a million times. This is uh, 995. Well, now we're talking. <laughs> you see? You should have started out with 995. Then this would have been 460 by now. But... <laughs> I suppose the thing is to get it when you can. Are you whispering again? Oh, no, you said you're I'm whispering very, last time. Yeah, you, you talk very softly for me. I don't know why. Are you hearing This is what you sound like. Have you seen those little whisper things right that people get who are just on the edge of going completely deaf where you hear something? I'm going to get you, you, you one You think it's those. me? Uh, yeah. I think you're losing it. Well, maybe it uh, is me. And now you want to know why I mistreat you. That's right. Now, people don't, people don't understand when you come out here. And, and, and well, but, but look at you. I mean, you don't really care what I have to say, do you? Honestly? No. no. <laughs> I gotta do. I'm, I'm, you know, I gotta do. I gotta do an hour a night. Yeah. I'm right. looking for warm bodies. Right. Dude. <laughs> right. right. That's all. You know, if I, actually, if I can get seven minutes out of you, I take a bundle. I go home to Malibu. <laughs> That's good stuff. So, that was from uh, 1990. And, so, and, and of course, David Letterman also liked having him on because I, maybe Carson and Letterman, they really could vibe off of that dry. deadpan, yeah. dry thing. It gave them a place yeah. to work with. And when you think of a lot of, you know, he was really great. He was a not a sidekick, but he wouldn't always necessarily be the starring thing. But he added so much. And he, you know, made a movie with Goldie Hawn. What was it called? Um, and he died of bone marrow cancer. Mm. His son told the New York Times, seems like old times. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, that was yes. The 70s, maybe early 80s. Yeah, yeah, it was in the 80s. But yeah, you should w- really watch him in. Um, well, of course, I love, we love having Kim Wade um, with Warren Beatty, mm-hmm. but The Heartbreak Kid, Elaine May wrote that, and that's Sybil Shepherd. And they're just like, there's, there's, just so good in it. And he also, like in the 90s, late 90s, he was a political liberal commentator. For what? I don't know, but people were throwing around the clip of him 
um, sitting down with Sean Hannity and saying, you're a fascist and this is like a BS factory. And they're like, these are the last two words said on this <laughs> network. But he would be invited and right? he would be on all these different political shows. And he wrote several books about his ups and downs in show business. And he got his start on Broadway. Oh, and I just, he made the way, I feel like his stillness made you laugh. Yeah. And um, he was also a writer. He won an Emmy for writing um, Paul Simon's, uh, like a television, the Paul Simon special comedy event that was on NBC, like in the late 90s. And he wrote all the stuff for that. So he was Charles, really, Charles Grodin. He yep. could just do kind of everything. And really you see a picture, a you'll guy. know exactly who, oh, who yeah, he is. But I, the- I literally think that um, Lori's showing it for our mm-hmm. YouTube followers. Yeah. Thank you, Lori. Yeah. Um, the young Charles Grodin. Yeah. And it looks like uh, Midnight Run is currently on HBO Max. That's a favorite. Oh, that, that is a is funny. Robert De Niro. Yes. Oh, my oh that's a fun Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, the Beethoven movies, if you haven't watched those with your kids well, you yet. Know what, another one from the 90s that kind of got bad reviews, but if you look at it now, it's pretty funny, is Clifford with Martin oh, Short. Sure. Oh, yes. Martin Short is like an adult playing a 10-year-old. Yes. And he and Groden is like his cranky uncle. And yes. I'm not sure if I could sit through a whole hour and a half of it, but the clips I watched on YouTube today are pretty darn funny. Yeah. Those two had some chemistry together. All of Hollywood, both comedy and actors, are just out on Twitter. There isn't anyone who has a bad word to say right. about him. Just like truly, like people like adored this guy. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, well, here with uh, we have Charles Grodin passing away, and then we have Naomi Campbell on the other hand welcoming. She's got a new. She's got a baby daughter. She showed she does. us. I saw us, the feet today. Well, we posted that photo. Oh, we did. Okay. And I trust that uh, Ms. Campbell already has a lot of baby hazmat suits to wear while she's doing the jet setting life mm-hmm. with her mom. But yeah, I know we don't really have any, we're the baby, you know, like any details, but right. her feet and she's honored that this baby chose her. So that's, so, you know what? That's Naomi super Campbell. sweet. But yeah, I didn't know they made, you know, little baby sized hazmat suits, but for Naomi, Oh, they, they make they make little baby everything. Lori. Yeah, I know, but hazmat. But has like she dry, yes, she dresses. travels. Yep, yeah. like she's gone into a nuclear facility. Oh, here I'll show for our YouTube follow along. All right, show the, the picture. Photo. Hurry up! We posted this. Oh, the little feet, the little Lori. Feet. You're getting really good at showing photos. Lori's better at <laughs> I'm showing. An, I'm out. an aimer. <laughs> I'm an aimer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia.